This is Jordan from Newfound Glory. Listen to Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond. <laughs> Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. It's Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond. Guys, it's 2021, and you're still listening to Storytime with Matthew Hasselham, the podcast where you, the member of the general public, will get up and tell your story. Why? Because everybody has a story. As I said, it was 2021, and you're still listening to this. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, oh, no, no, we're still stuck inside. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Keep listening. <laughs> uh, anyway, this podcast is sponsored by the Pastor Assist Pod. Follow Callum, Jack, Doug, and Carl as they discuss basketball. Talking about that podcast, today's guest is none other than the mighty... Doug himself. So basically, we're, please welcome to the show, everybody, Doug Terrell. So Doug, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, good thing, Matt. Are you? I'm not bad. Ever have better for having your beautiful little face here. You know, technically the people can't see you unless they're oh, looking at the picture on Instagram. Good to see you, Matt. Oh, you're a babe. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I like looking at yours as well. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, well, I try my best to look cute, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be like an hour, an hour or an hour and a half to two hours of just me and you like complimenting each other on our on our beautiful looks. I mean, that'd be a great episode, wouldn't it? Really, it would be. Yeah, yeah. You know, put a lot of other episodes to shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. Man. So, Doug, tell the beautiful people where are you from? I'm from uh, Chelmsford, Chelmsford, Essex, in the United Kingdom. Um. I was born in Southend. We moved when I was like two. Southend. And uh, yeah, been Chelmsford ever since. Nice. Did not know you were born in Southend, you know, but then again. Yeah, I was born in uh, Leon City. They blew up the hospital recently, like, since, but yeah, I was uh, born in Leon City and then when I was two, we moved to Chelmsford. Let's, let's calm down here, you know, you've already moved, you know, you've already been born in two places. This is crazy. You're born in Southend and Lee. <laughs> Yeah, Leon C. That's that's in Southend, isn't it? Leon C. Southend. I'm I'm assuming so. My my geography skills aren't good. I need a geography fact checker. I don't know where Callum is when you need him. Uh, I'm there with you. Actually, to be fair, funny story. So when we did uh, the wrestling in Blackpool, I I said I'd drive. I didn't realise where Blackpool was. I thought it was a few hours, but it was a six-hour trek. Man, I remember when we we did the one. Was that Empress Ballroom? Yeah, we just did a one-night thing. Mm. Yeah, that's the one. That was a good night, though. That was a good night. And we yeah. went at, like, four o'clock in the morning. What, what and we, we, It took us forever to get there when we went, me, Macca, and Sam. And, like, I remember we we ended up, yeah. uh, like, probably about, like, 11 o'clock in the morning. Just about, you know, an hour since we got there. Just went up Blackpool Tower, had a cocktail, didn't we? And then the booze train started, you know, yeah. uh, started getting on it. Yeah. Yeah, but... They, they had to do the shows in January, didn't they? Mm. That was the thing. They, they did them in January, so it was in Blackpool in January isn't the best place to be because it's just raining. It's a seaside town. There's obviously nothing much open because it's January. And, uh, yeah. Couldn't even have a go on the bloody, uh, what's it called, the Pepsi Max or whatever it's called. <laughs> no, no. We, we got up there too late for all that. We just literally got there, drank, watched some wrestling, uh, had to come back the next day. Mm. Yeah. That was a, a lot of driving. <laughs> <laughs> Did you regret it the next day? Nah. No. no, of course not. It was a great show. It's always good. Yeah. Uh, me, Bossman, and uh, Wilkie went up. It was good. Mm-hmm. Good show. Good show. So, it's always good when you get to share a bit with Wilkie. So. 
<laughs> your brothers. Like, obviously, Wilkie yeah, exactly. is your brother from another mother. We can we can confirm this. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you known that that beautiful man for? Oh, since like Perryfield, so like infant school. So what? When we're like four, and I'm, we're thirty-one now. So that's a uh, yeah. It's been a, a long old while now, really. We've known each other for, hmm. but um, yeah, his brother from another mother. Uh, girlfriend definitely thinks that there's something going on there, but we won't tell her. I mean, this is private chat anyway, isn't it? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's not. It's not like it's going out on like you know Spotify or anything like that. You know you're all good. <laughs> ah, exactly. Yeah, it's a secret room, isn't it? <laughs> Always. You know, we're, you know we're not about you know. Uh, Always. <laughs> home wrecking here on story time. <laughs> so, what, what's your earliest memory? <laughs> <laughs> what's your earliest memory of Wilkie? Um. Well. We both liked Space Jam, so I remember that we both started liking playing basketball at the same time. Hmm. Um, he like left a little bit, yeah. I do remember playing basketball with him quite a bit when we were kids, um, obviously, and then just like school memories. Uh, Jack Clark tripped me up, and uh, I smashed my head on a curb once. We'll get on to Jack Clark a little bit, to be fair, because he's got some funny stories. Um, but yeah, I smashed my head on a curb, and then, you know, like a proper... Like did my eye socket and bubble yeah. stuff and everything. It was great. Is he the reason That's why you wear memory. glasses now? Because of him? Probably. Probably yeah. something to do with it. <laughs> Jack Clark, if you're listening to this, you owe Doug like years of vision. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Years of vision. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Uh, because like. The thing is, like, I always say, like, you know, obviously with your friendship group, like, we touched on it on Wilkie's episode, um, like, literally, you're very, very, uh, like, welcome to everybody, and uh, it's just it's just yeah. fun to see, like, how tight you guys are each other with, like, each other. Yeah, no, definitely. It's definitely the friendship group that, as long as you're not um, a dick, basically, you're going to get on well, sort of thing. Hmm. Um, which is why we always welcome you in with open arms and yeah, but especially with all the barbecues and everything. Oh yeah, uh, it's always a lot of fun. <laughs> I th- the only time I ever got like no, one, one like um, one, one bad look is uh, when we're at Wilkie's, we put we're having a barbecue and I put Belinda Carlisle on and then uh, everyone turned around and was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? It's like shit. This is the greatest. 80- I just didn't expect it. Yeah, this is the greatest. 80- yeah, <laughs> the that's... greatest eighties pop diva. <laughs> Whoever existed, ever, yes, yeah. but yeah, but you know, uh, yeah. Apart from that, you know, they've always been really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, they are like ultra cool. I owe mm. a lot to them as my friends and everything like that. They're always there for me through uh, hard times, good times, and everything like that. Mm. Which is always the always what you sort of need from your friends, especially like your best friends. They're always there. Bad times, good times. It's always great when they're there for you. Mm. Man, like, because um, you, oh, I want to start this episode with this one, like, how, how the fuck do you put away a 20-inch pizza in 26 minutes? No, it's 21, weren't it? I was annoyed that I didn't do it in 20, but that, to be fair, uh, it's just an unnatural talent of the Terrell family to eat that much dough, to be honest. Uh, we're made different, we're built different in that um, we can consume carbs at an alarming rate. Um, couldn't do it now, to be quite honest, because I think I'd probably shit myself before 
I even tried to do it. Um, yeah, that was something that, yeah, I don't ever really want to do again. But I was glad I did it once, like the eating challenge. You know, like the uh, guy on Man vs. Food? Yeah. He went from, like, eating all of these different food challenges and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then just gave it up. That's me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, the different food challenges we've done. Obviously, Sam tried to challenge me once uh, to eating it. Um, the Valley of the Beast. Yeah, we beat him. Yeah, the Valley of the Beast. Because he said he could eat pizza quicker than me and more of it. And, uh, yeah, I think I did, did it and all the crusts. Yeah. But I did nearly throw up, so... <laughs> I'm just always winner. getting so mind blown when we're <laughs> when we're sitting there like eating like we're, we're all trying to do a twenty inch pizza each. So like you know back in the day it was like me, you, Callum, Adam, Mac, and Wilkie. Yeah. And like you'd sit there like and uh, there'll be like me on one slice, and then I'd look right over to you, and you'd be through like three slices already. I'm like how the hell is he doing this? <laughs> yeah, we are. We the Torrell men are just known for eating a large quantity of bread. We can eat. Anything we want. You've done it though, Matt. You did do the full twenty inches. I did. In it took sitting. me. It took me an hour and a half, and I felt like I couldn't walk afterwards. But, yeah, yeah. I could never normally move for about, you know, six days after. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> it's like in Duncan and Stu, ain't it? You just sort of sit there and you just, uh, yeah, you feel like a dumpling. It's always good. But no, I've. Um, yeah, no, pizza is, is always a love of mine, and I always love it. Mm. You're all about in crust we trust. Exactly. Yeah. Make it stuffed. <laughs> so, <laughs> you just love your food in general, because like, I just love you know hearing someone so passionate about eating. And there's a couple of funny stories, obviously, of you eating. One of them is in Florida, and uh, we're sitting there at IHOP, and like... Um, yeah, it was IHOP, wasn't like, it? Yeah. It wasn't Denny's, it was IHOP. It was in IHOP, yep. And uh, we're sitting there, like, all eating pancakes, apart from you, who's gone for an omelette. And <laughs> well, you're, you're like, you started eating it, and then you just shout out, Fuck me, there's hash in this! Hash! Wilkie, yeah. there's hash! Oh, there's hash in this. There's hash browns in this. <laughs> yeah, no, the love. And I think there's a photo, I'll send it to you. There is a photo of me looking so joyous and happy that there's hash browns inside an omelette. Because uh, again, they put carbs in my omelette, so that's always good. But the reason I actually got the omelette, for even being more of a fat fuck, um, because uh, like it was, they did come with a side of pancakes. Hmm. Yeah, another good thing about IHOP anyway was, um, it, like you said a second ago, like with uh, you got a side of pancakes with your omelette. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's the best bit. <laughs> I just remember poor Callum. Um, he. Um, he he um had like bacon eggs no bacon eggs and sausages and also had like the side of pancakes and whereas I had you know pancakes with white chocolate chips and raspberries and ice cream and poor Callum uh, has seen like my my pancakes and ice cream on the top and assumed that his was ice cream as well he didn't realise that he just got the whole spoon <laughs> ate the ice cream turned out it was butter <laughs> that was it <laughs> I just remember the disappointment. <laughs> As he tried not to spit it out, he went, that's butter. <laughs> There's only two times I've really seen him properly disappointed. It's that time and the time where he got given that Shawn Michaels pillow for Christmas. Yeah, well, Adam Mack's a bit of a dick for that, really. And then <laughs> we, uh, we got our own back, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the other story is the, um, that I love to hear is the one that you told me about the girl and the packet of crisp. 
yeah, I sort of remember. So, yeah, I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, no, um, so, yeah, I got this bag of crisps and dip, and they were quite spicy. And uh, she proceeded to then steal most of the crisps while complaining that they were spicy and that she didn't like them, but then kept on proceeding to eat them. And this is the sort of thing that really riles me up, to be honest, because it's fair enough. I'm always happy for people to have the food that I put on the table. But then to insult it, slag it off for what it is, and then just continue to keep on eating it. I think it was them, uh, you know, the roulette Doritos? Yeah. Where they are actually, they can just get pretty spicy the more you eat them. Mm. Um, yeah, she was like, oh, they're so hot, they're hot, so hot and spicy. Why are they so hot and spicy? While still just proceeding to eat my food in front of me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, never forgiven. <laughs> Man, it's, it's just the matter, like, you're like, that's my food. <laughs> That's my food. You're insulting it and then proceeding to eat it. Well, they're eating my money, really, aren't they? That's the yeah. thing. Very good point. Like, <laughs> you're very passionate about your food. I love. I just. Yeah. I love hearing. No, I, I am still very passionate. The one good thing about lockdown is I've learned more about cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, do love a slow cooked chicken now. Yeah. Uh, just keep on slow cooking everything um, because where we're having to work from home now and everything like that. Um, yeah, I've just started putting the slow cooker on at lunch, and then you've got dinner waiting for you. Mate. It's wholesome goodness. Uh, my brother was raving on about them so much that I just ended up buying one just randomly, and then next thing you yeah. know, I just made stuff in it, and then uh, uh, like now I'm just a slow cooker god. Like you know, uh, <laughs> oh, the... I can imagine that. You just got to put a bit of imagination in it. <laughs> you know what goes well together. Throw it all in. And then you look like you're some sort of cooking god when you really just like mm. throwing a load of food in a pot. You just it's, cooked it for eight hours. Is that is that the easiest way to cook as well? You just throw it all in. Like that'll be done in a bit, you know. I'd like to yeah. mix it around occasionally, like every hour. But you know, that's about it, really. Like yeah. I, I made um, <laughs> I made I made like some Nando's chicken at once. It was great. Like literally, just throw a load of chicken breast in there and like three yeah. like the little bottles of uh, the uh, what's it called the extra hot sauce. And then uh, just like, yeah. shredded it, and we had a Nando's chicken night, and it worked. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It had a little rub to it as well. Mm. So you do the sauce and the rub, and that just really coats the chicken well. And it is, it, yeah, if, if you put bone chicken in there as well, it just falls off the bone, and it's lovely. Mm. Yeah, we, we did it with, uh, what's it, um, like ribs, and literally like they just fall off the bone. It's great. Oh, yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> Pork chops, melt in your mouth. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nah, slow cooker, it's the way to go. It's that and being able to grow some sort of beard during lockdown is uh, probably the two two highlights of it, so mm. Mate, like <laughs> it just I just never thought I would have gone into twenty twenty and gone like, you know what, I'm gonna go buy a slow cooker me and uh slow cooker, <laughs> yeah. that's it, yeah. Uh, we what we got yeah, two now because we, like um we, we bought one for Christmas. Yeah, like, um, yeah. it's probably not going to be used, but, uh, <laughs> like... Yeah, and then you end up using it a lot. Yeah. yeah, no, it's girlfriend's cooker, but it's great. It is really good. Man, like, because you also went to Vegas, and I'm guessing the, some of the meals yes. you had there were just absolutely naughty. Well, of course, we had the, I had the, uh, the loaded pizza, you oh. know, the deep pan pizza. Oh, I had one of those. 
Yeah, the Chicago style deep pan pizza. Uh, Joe Berg, you know Joe, obviously. Of course, um, I know Joe Berg. So he'd never eaten one before, and you've obviously eaten one, and it's like Elvish bread, isn't it? it you can have one slice pretty much, and you're full. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of have three, and you are ultimately stuffed. Um, he was like, I need to order a large. I'm going to order a large. And I was like, Joe, you need a small, and that's about it. And he was like, no, you need, I'm going to get a large. And he said to the waitress, oh, uh, my friend, friends say that I can't order a large. I shouldn't order a large. I can't eat. I wouldn't be able to eat it. And she just stared at him and went, no, honey. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even make it past half. <laughs> uh, he ended up ordering a medium and um, failed miserably. I think he got about into the second slice and then couldn't eat anymore. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of the other meals we had out in Vegas because there was an extraordinary. The main thing in Vegas is that it was even worse than Orlando. It was um, you can literally get a drink any time of day. Yeah. So you start drinking vodka lemonades at like whenever you want, sort of thing. So you, if you went to a casino or something like that, and the waitress comes up to you, because obviously they're free while you're gambling. So you're starting to have vodka lemonades at like half nine in the morning, half nine ten in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is always good. We went to a barbecue place. That was very good. Uh, I think it's called Junior's Barbecue. Okay. Uh, it was off Fremont Street. Um, that was amazing. Uh, definitely, if you are in Vegas, uh, look up Junior's Barbecue. Um, not necessarily for the quantity, but the quality was, yeah, really, really good. As we said, with the slow-cooked meats and everything like that, the beef brisket and everything. Mate. That was absolutely amazing. Brisket. Oh. That was probably my best meal in Vegas, to be fair, yeah. was that barbecue first, yeah. He just knew what he was doing. It's only a little place, but it was really nice. Hmm. Man, you know, I, I now just want some brisket. I haven't had brisket in, like, years. <laughs> yeah, oh, amazing. That's what you should put in your slow cooker next. I think that's what you do, isn't it? You can do it in the slow cooker. I've, I've had a look, right? And then, uh, yeah. by the sounds of it, you uh, you put in, like, the oven for, like, an hour, all, like, tin foiled up, and then you just slice it and, yeah. Put it in there, yeah, so it probably crisps and stuff in the oven. Look, we made this into like Master Chef now, haven't we? <laughs> cooking with Matt and Doug in a slow cooker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I try, I try Whatever making... I know, we know, Matt. Yeah. I tried making mac and cheese in a slow cooker once, and I just thought, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know if I could do that to it. Hmm. Put some veg in it, maybe. But yeah, it's normally meat and then some carrots and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Slow cooker all the way. <laughs> I mean, Vegas, there was, there is like other stories to do with Vegas that I'm trying to think of as well. There was obviously, so we went to a gentleman's bar mm-hmm. um, and we went with Jack Clark. This is when I was going to bring Jack Clark up again. So right. he's known for driving in his trousers, like okay. coming in his pants, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still remember that, the joy on his face. <laughs> and then that's shortly when we had to leave, basically. We had to leave pretty much straight after. Because of his messy pants. <laughs> yeah, pants. But he was happy, so that's the main bit, right? <laughs> well, you know, at least he made it a cheaper night for you, I suppose. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't cheap, but it was a good night. It was yeah. a great night. It was towards the end of the night he did it, and it was like maybe we should just go home now. <laughs> you know, he's done that. We want to go home. It's late. No, I think we got in. Yeah, rather late that night. It was good. Good night. But Vegas, I definitely suggested. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you go to, uh, what's it, Heart Attack Grill? Went outside it, it was closed. Oh, man. Yeah, it was closed. I uh, went on the scales, because like, obviously they got the scales and everything like that. Um, 
yeah, no, it was closed when we went. Um, so, yeah, we couldn't go in because I did want to try one of their dirty, horrible concoctions of meat and more meat, basically. <laughs> uh, I, I just, when, when you go out to America and, like, you know, there's like about a few lads, it's everywhere you go. Are you lads going to Vegas? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Oh, no, there was like 13 of us, I think, yeah. that went in the end. Yeah, it was good. Man, what a way to celebrate your 30th, right? Oh, yeah, that's the way you do it, hmm. sort of thing, to be fair. If you can, um, definitely, Stuart, well, don't know what the situation is going to be next year for you and Callum, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so. Thanks for planning. It's a worrying thing, really, isn't it? <laughs> No, we'll have to see how we go sort of thing with everything right now. Um, might get better. Yeah, yeah, we can only hope. But We've got the vaccine coming. We do. But it's like, are we going to have it, you know, before like May? <laughs> I hope so, because if we do, then I, I, can have a, I can have a banging 30th birthday. So uh... Yeah, I'm still trying to think of what to go as a fancy dress, because I've done quite a few fancy dress costumes in my day. So, <laughs> Well, you rocked up to Sam's uh, wrestling was Tyson Fury. <laughs> yeah, so I've done Tyson Fury, I've done Thanos, I was looking through my photos earlier trying to think of stories, I've done Rupert the Bear, <laughs> uh, one Halloween I just went in a normal bear costume and then got horrendously drunk, uh, ended up being sick everywhere, and the party was literally probably not even quarter of a mile away, mm. so like literally a two minute walk sort of thing, I didn't make it home. <laughs> so that's always fun when you wake up and you're like oh no oh no oh no <laughs> yeah oh, fuck oh, yeah so tell us about um, you, you you got into your uh, charity boxing and just boxing in general to be fair with you yes so I always loved boxing um, and to be fair uh, so Carl Bodden you know Bodders mm-hmm. uh, he did one um, and it sort of inspired me to do it as well because uh, I always wanted to give it a go, um, just to see if I could really, and I knew that I was probably not going to be able to. But I thought I'd give it a go and everything like that. And I'm still doing it now, to be fair. Hmm. Um, still love everything behind it, the fitness and everything like that that it causes. But the support, especially like that you and like others have always given me from from doing that, especially for such great causes that we do it for. Yeah, it's still always great to do it. We um. We went to that nightclub in Chelmsford, I remember, and like all suited and booted. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because you all had to wear a tie and suit, and I never yeah. understood that, but yeah, you did, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just remember like literally, um, you uh, you come out like to Iron Man, like everyone else come out to like this like shit hit hop music and things like that, and then like you you yeah. come out to Iron Man by um, what's it, um, Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath. And just like, you know, like and in the fight we just all fuck it and it goes da 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 I think I think it spurred you once yeah. you, you beat the guy, you definitely know. Got, yeah, no, definitely got uh yeah, so I won that night, which is always good and uh no, definitely got the cheer of the night and there was a lot of the other fighters that even complimented you guys for how crazy you went and everything like that. They <laughs> sort of said, We wish our friends would do the same to be honest. Yeah. I think that's the sort of like because there's there was a, the right amount of like wrestling fans as well, and people who just know how to chant mm. within the group that sort of just got onto one easy tune to chant and just kept on chanting it. Uh, it's still stuck in my brain, and I still love it to be honest. <laughs> at least, at least you haven't been concussed from the boxing, so that's a good sign. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I've still got a memory from it, so it's always good. 
<laughs> and like um, your, your parents come along as well, which was really cool. Um, well, they were yeah. definitely at the third fight. I remember that because I remember you had a picture when I took it for you. Um, yeah. And then you were scared about me and your mum because I kept talking about casualty to her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was worried that you'd be my new father-in-law. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think you know uh, Kevin's going to lose that that quickly. You know, <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't let you. Um, no, yeah, I, I am always worried that you and Callum are going to have an in-depth chat about her, in, in, with her. Sorry about casualty. <laughs> Man, great, great. She's always going. good. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I, I've caught the odd episode, obviously, throughout mm. childhood and everything like that. I've realised that's the one hospital no one should go to, definitely, because everyone's either dying or killing each other. Right. Um, yeah, because to be fair, so um, when we had some work done on the house, I had to stay at my mum and dad's for a little bit. And um, yeah, there was a doctor going around, or it might have been Holby City, where a doctor was just going around murdering people. Sounds more like Holby, but uh, <laughs> it's the same hospital, yeah. <laughs> just different department. Yeah, same hospital, just don't go there, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I was really gutted anyway, because I missed the second fight in Brentwood. Because I was, yeah. I think I was in America. To be fair with you, um, you were, you were yeah. in Chicago. No, not Chicago. You stayed in Chicago for a night, didn't you? And then you went to six hours, but I got absolutely horrendously drunk. Yeah, yeah. that's what Chicago does. Man, uh, how many times have you been in Chicago? Twice. Twice. Yeah. yeah. So where I'm a Bulls fan, I've been twice. Yeah. Seen the Bulls twice. So yeah, that's the way. I, I love Chicago as a city. Hmm. Um. Even though it's so cold, uh, one time I went, it just kept on snowing. Um, so it looked, it looked nice, but it was so cold, it was ridiculous, to be fair. Does it remind you of home? Because when I was there, I just kind of had a feel like I was just actually in Essex because it was all dark and gloomy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was cold. And like it just, it just felt the same. Like it literally, like because I went literally uh, for a stopover because um, I went to Ohio, stopped off in Chicago, and like one of my things on my bucket list in life was to go to the Fireside Bowl because my favourite song, "Somewhere on Fullerton," uh, is wrote after yeah. that place. And um, so I was lucky, and I uh, just thought, yeah, fuck it, why not? You only live once. Tick um, off the bucket list. Yeah, exactly. So I went, uh, had a few beers in there. Uh, they gave me free Chicago boiler maker on the house and things like that and I just sat I think I powered through like six, seven pints or something like that I just got talking to the people who were there anyway that's classic like, Matt though huh? yeah of course you got talking to someone uh, as well that's, that is classic Haslam that's good <laughs> like, it just reminded me like just, just, just being in Essex really and, like uh, I remember like yeah. I was thinking you know what I've got enough time. I can always go to that pro wrestling tea shop as well. So, like, it was, like, round the corner. <laughs> but they went, whatever you do, man, don't get your phone out on the street because people will literally just yeah. mug you for that. So my plan was if, if someone was going to try and stop yeah. me and mug me for my phone, I would have said, like, you can take it if you want, but it's a British phone. So, um, like, um, yeah. it's got bills to pay and things like that, and it's all in English. So uh, I don't think it's going to work <laughs> over here. And then just It's like, not going to oh. work over here. No, yeah, so Chicago is quite dangerous. So I've got um, the Chicago Bulls symbol tattooed on me in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And naively, I suppose, I sort of, instead of the, so I, managed, I found out where the tattoo was and it was like on the other side of Chicago compared to the hotel. So I've got a train because I can sort of handle trains and everything like that, but I can't really handle buses. 
because um, there's always different systems and everything like that on how you pay. I didn't have much cash, like coins on me. Um, and you can't pay with a bus with a $20 bill or anything like that. Mm. Um, I, th- I thought I wanted to go to this terrace because um, CM Punk would get tattooed there. Yeah. So at the time, he was all the rage. I was like, I want to go to that tattoo. That's where he got his tattoos from. I want to sort of go there. Um, and I think it was like about... Uh, hour walk from this train station mm. so I made it and everything like that but that was during the day and then obviously made it there quite late during the day and it got dark very quickly because obviously it's Chicago and it gets dark because um, it goes from gloomy to dark very quickly yeah. and the tattooist even said uh, oh how did you um, how did you get here I said oh I got the train and then I've just walked so I have to walk back I suppose he said no you're not it's like you're definitely not walking back. I cannot, on my conscience, let you walk out that door and then just walk to the train station because there is a high possibility that you will get mugged. Hmm. So I think that it is one of the highest populations for like gun problems and everything like that. So yeah. uh, how did you get back to the train so, station? Yeah, he put me on a bus. He was a good guy. He put me on the bus. <laughs> he took me to the bus. He gave, he gave me change for the bus. No, he was no. like, "Here's the bus fare for it. Go get on the bus. Go back." So. Was it yeah, was, was really he mind blowing the fact that he said like you know obviously you're like oh I'm just from the UK obviously and I've heard about your tattoo shop and like you know uh, was he was yeah. he was he like really really grateful about that or was he like <laughs> yeah he was to be fair because like obviously every so I'm quite awkward and shy to start off with when I meet someone and then you sort of get the conversation going and then I then just open up more hmm. um so yeah to start off and then he sort of saw like I had more tattoos and then we started talking more about tattoos and then where's good to drink and everything like that and then he told me about like where Al Capone used to be because obviously he was around Chicago a lot so like he told me to go on this different like the gangster tour and stuff like that that was a lot of fun so yeah no he was pretty mind blown that someone from the UK would visit Chicago just on a whim basically (laughs) yeah yeah no I was always going so with boxing, you are my lucky charm, man. You yeah. don't realise that. You are my lucky charm because the two fights that you've been to, I've won. So <laughs> I definitely think uh, we need to get you on that again. But no, I, I don't know if I'll ever do it again But because it is a lot of work mm-hmm. um, outside of everything. But yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, regardless, win, lose, draw, whatever, you know, I think, you know, oh, exactly. you, you've done it for a good cause and, you know, like, I think know. I respect anyone who does it. To be fair, because it does take a lot of dedication. It takes mm. a lot of uh, takes a lot of stones to get in there. Yeah. And with just two two fists, even if you are wearing a head guard, um, I've done one without a head guard, and uh, that was quite fun. But yeah. Man. Right, just every time I think of it, it just reminds me of uh, that London fight where Joe Berg. <laughs> oh, Joe Berg killed Big Bob. Yeah. Guy got stretched out. I wondered if I wanted to fight that night now. I was like, oh no. If that can happen to Big Bob, what can happen to me? <laughs> the funniest like... thing was, I so, so Joe was Joe was quite lucky. So he, there was like there was a ridiculous amount of fights on that night. They've obviously got to get a lot of fights on because they got to get a lot of tickets sold to make raise a lot of money for all these great charities, and then obviously get the just giving pages up and everything like that. And it's all for a great cause. Joe was like at number eight fight number eight i was fight number like 31 hmm. so there's obviously a big gap so what you lot did 
because it was at York Hall. So to be fair, for me, it was a massive tick off the bucket list. To even be able to box inside York Hall is, you know, it's the mecca of UK boxing. Like all, all the greatest box there. Um, obviously, I boxed on a way, 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 way lower level, but I did it did it for like a bucket list option. But the uh, yeah, my point was so yeah, Joe was fight number eight. Then you all just went to the pub. Mm. The whole time, and then I remember someone just messaged. I think I messaged Joe or something like that to come back for like a few fights before mine, hmm. and you were all absolutely trashed after us all. So I think you had a very good night that night. To be fair, hmm. I just always remember uh, <laughs> that beautiful shirt that Sam Hookins wore. Oh yeah, he looked like um, <laughs> Fat Mac or Thingy, didn't he? <laughs> of always Sunny. Of uh, always Sunny. Yeah, no, that. That wheeled me on that shirt. <laughs> to be fair, and like yeah, all your all you guys chanting and everything like that mm. uh, always just um, carried me on. So it was always good. So much respect and thank you for that. It's all right. You know, I always remember your uh, your come out music was uh, "Love Is Love Is Blindness" by uh, the White Stripes because of uh, your love for Pete Dunne, and uh, yeah. they put the wrong yeah, version on, didn't stuff. they? They put the U two version on, which is the version I definitely don't like. Oh, I should have picked a different song, but I wanted that 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 version of that song. I knew it was going to be a risk, and I knew that I was probably going to get the U2 version, but it is what it is. I always said if I ever have a, like, you know, like a, something like that where I have my own entrance, heaven is a place on earth is blaring out throughout that damn arena. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you're just taking your time, getting in the ring. Yeah, it's like seeing Shaking heaven. your hands up. <laughs> exactly. Just watch yeah. it. Everyone go, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? That's worth. Oh, heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> hey, I feel like I'd be mad. I always thought, yeah. I always thought I'd come out to some dirty death metal or something like that. But, um, yeah, no, I always chose Black Sabbath, and I should have really just stuck with it, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> do like the Iron Man. Well, you know, Ozzy, the Prince of Darkness, mate, you know. <laughs> exactly. When you got him singing you to the ring, that's always fun. Because hmm. you, you took on a, uh, a fight as well last minute, didn't you? You like uh, I think you've had four fights now. Yeah, so I took one on in two days' notice. Hmm. Uh, that was the one with the no head guard, and it was in, oh, it was about an hour, two hours drive away. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a big tick off the bucket list to do it. And then obviously I came back and we watched. What did we watch that night? Was it AEW? I think it was so. Like, yeah, I think it was the. Um, it might have been the one where it was the uh, the oily match, like the YouTuber versus the. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Callum just absolutely mind blown about what was even happening. Just like I don't like. This. Yeah, <laughs> of course this is gonna, you know, change the business. Hmm. Well, because I think Amir Khan was on earlier that night as well. Yeah, there was something like that. I do sort of remember something sort of coming back, but no, that was good. Yeah, um, that was a good day. Yeah, it was a. We we we, uh, we respected brilliant. you that much. We went and bought you some presents, if I can remember. We got you a, yeah, a Hulk man. pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got that Hulk pop. Uh, got a pinata full of chocolate, and uh, I think we got some dirty takeaway as well. So that's did always we, fun. Did we get you like a, a big like wrestling figure as well? I can't remember who it was. Was it? Oh, you know, it's like a Kevin Owens sort of like. That's the one. Yeah, it action sort of man. Like, it wasn't like last. Like, yeah, it was like action man size Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, that was always that was a lot of fun as well. Um, do, do you remember uh, filming loose trunks and things like that? 
Yeah, of course. Oh, loose trunks back in the day. That was, yeah, that's sort of what gave me the confidence to even do like, our podcast in the Pass to Assist podcast as well. Um, no, loose trunks back in the day. To be fair, that was something I was going to go on to with the sort of, remember me and Wilkie always had to use to ask the uh, wrestlers um, well, like sandwich questions. Yep. <laughs> so, like, I'm not gifted like you where I can meet a stranger and start talking straight away. So I always find meeting groups very awkward because I've, I feel like sometimes, other than it, other than Gilbert, um, they don't really want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you've had one wrestler be like not happy to be talking to you, basically. That Raven, wasn't it? Oh, Raven! Jesus Christ! I don't think he had anything against me. Like there was just like French kid in front of me, and like I think Raven was just trying to get him away. Because yeah. he couldn't understand what he was saying for one, and then like he was there, just like you know, just trying to talk to Raven, and Raven's there like, but don't really want to talk, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And then comes out this most like you know, it's me going, like, yeah, I just want the combination. He just went like, um, what do you want to sign? I just put my flag down, he signed it, and then I sat next to him, and like because <laughs> I thought he was standing up or something, but so the camera's like, yeah. no, you got to sit down. I was like, oh okay. So sitting down is like me with my thumb up and like big smile, like, and Raven just said like. <laughs> but it's, my... it's such a contrast in photos it's great like people in photos of happiness and pure uh, anger and sadness if there was a poster for bipolar disorder that would be it yeah. <laughs> that would be it yeah but, um, yeah obviously we had to uh, ask these wrestlers like what their favourite sandwich was for loose mm. trunks and like the people obviously because it was originally we thought it would be really easy to video it and ask them and everything like that but obviously a lot of these people and I do understand now especially with like access and everything like that they, they haven't got time for you to be sort of like doing a YouTube show during the meet and greet sessions and everything like that they want to get as many people through unselfishly as they can so you can get the signature hmm. you can shake their hands and then um, go from there sort of thing but yeah um, some of them were absolutely horrible like Scott Steiner was one of the worst ones because um, I remember it was Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner, and Rick Steiner was getting so little sort of like attention. He was on a phone call during it, and uh, someone said, "Oh, we want the combo. We want like a fight with the Steiner brothers." He doesn't even hang up or end his call. He just sort of goes, "Yeah, one moment." Just still has his phone in his hand, looks up at the camera, <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they did not want to be there at all. Then, so I had to ask, obviously, Scott Steiner what his favourite sandwich was, and he's like, "Don't eat sandwiches." And it's like, "Oh, okay." This is where like the awkwardness sort of cuts in, and it's like, "I don't know what to say next." It's like, "Just, just say what you must eat a sandwich or anything like that." And it's like, "What's your favourite?" And then I did have like the sort of backup question of, "What's your favourite cheat meal then?" And we'll put that in a sandwich, and you just need to put that in between two slices mm. of bread. And he just goes, chicken. And Adam Mack, I still remember holding the camera, just going, oh, chicken, yeah, that's great, yeah, thanks. Like, in that Adam Mack tone. We need, yeah, hopefully you get Adam Mack on Zoom, because that would be uh, tones all the way. Mate, I need him so badly, but... <laughs> yeah, and the other one is, uh, you don't realise how many wrestlers love PB&J sandwiches. Hmm. Like... They adore them. Um, like, yeah, countless amounts of wrestlers were like, yeah, you need to get peanut butter and jelly. That is our favourite sandwiches. And um, 
I think it's just because they used to get them in catering all the time, maybe, or yeah. something like that. But how they stay in shape, eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all the time, I do not know. <laughs> well, you've got the protein from the peanut butter. That's probably what, you know, it's, it's the big thing around. They're just, <laughs> that's about it, and then just sugary jams. Yeah. <laughs> Eat it on, like, you know, some sort of healthy bread. Yeah, they're, they're fine. They make a living out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's um, why it's cheap, isn't it? Because... You said about like you know obviously your cheat meal thing as well because you did that with Keith Lee if I can remember like Keith Lee just looked yeah. really mind blown about the question didn't really know what to say. Yeah, so I asked him before like oh we do this stupid YouTube show where we try a wrestler's favourite sandwiches and right then you'll know whether the wrestler is on board like someone like Tyler Bate was straight on board because um, he sort of acted throughout the video and. Um, it was the other one, like, there was quite a few that would just instantly, like, click. Matt, and Matt be Riddle. Like, oh, yeah, no, that's, I like that idea. What's that? Matt Riddle and Wilkie, do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, Matt Riddle and Wilkie is the definitely one, like, they had, like, a, a full segment, like, and you, you normally find it in, like, indie shows and everything like that. They take their time, they almost, like, see it as a way of getting out to, like, different eyes, basically. Hmm. But, yeah, um... Yeah, you instantly know. And uh, who were we talking about? The um, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Yeah, he just was like, "I'll do the video, but I don't. I honestly don't like sandwiches." And I was like, "Oh no, Keith." <laughs> uh, and he was just like, "Oh, I like barbecue food." Though. I was like, "We can go with that. <laughs> we can go with that." <laughs> I think he wanted pork ribs in a in a bun or something like that. Uh, no, you put a pizza. That's it. Yeah, that's it. He wanted a pizza inside a sandwich. Yeah. I was like, I respect that, Keith. You all, mate, you were going down and then you went back up. But that was the first time I didn't know. I knew, I'd seen YouTube videos of Keith Lee. Hmm. So this is before, if anyone is a wrestling fan listening to this, they obviously know where he's gone now. Um, just sort of like taken off in his career, which is great for him. But, I mean, we saw him at um, a small London show in progress, which was some of the best times like some of my favourite times watching wrestling was just going there, daytime drinking, um, Adam Blake, who is a progress nut, and then um well obviously that's how we met Big Carl as well. Yeah. Oh boy. But uh yeah, Keith Lee, I was always amazed at the sheer size of him and like the electric ballroom in Canada is as you know, a small place. Mm. And like I just remember him walking down them thin little stairs and he's just as wide he's twice as wide as everyone that he's walking through and uh yeah the, the the athletic stuff that even if you just just watch him on youtube the athletic stuff that he can do is just absolutely amazing Man, no. and obviously he, he just got a bask in his glory oh he's so good he, he really is yeah right <laughs> just remember like the, the, the sound some of the sandwich ones were quite funny like what you asked and things like that but wilkie and uh Matt Riddle, where he's, he's talking uh, like uh, Matt Riddle's just there, like you know, if you don't know who Matt Riddle is, he's like this really laid back kind of guy. Apparently, he may dabble with the uh, with the uh, with the them naughty cigarettes, but devil's cabbage, yeah. So <laughs> devil's cabbage. He's telling Wilkie about the sandwich he gets at his hometown or whatever, and Wilkie goes yeah. like, "You want to throw some of that devil's cabbage in there?" And then Matt Riddle's face just stops and goes, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah. It was the point and the smile. Yeah. <laughs> it's and that was really good, yeah. Um, 
Another one that gave me a really detailed answer and pretty much the sandwich shop to go get it from in Chicago was Kevin Owens. He was like, yeah, you need to go to Chicago and there's like this place, and I've been there, um, called Quiznos. It's like Subway, but better and dirtier, basically. Uh, but there's only a few dotted around America and he said that was like his favourite place to go. So sometimes you get these great detailed answers and then be able to strike up a conversation through it. Um, and then others like Bobby Roode was another one who literally just looked at me like I was a piece of shit and said uh, I don't eat sandwiches and I don't like them and I was like it was one of the first ones I asked and I queued up for like two hours to meet Bobby Roode because <laughs> you know but the start of Access yeah. like WrestleMania Access they haven't got their stuff together ever no. so the, like, the venue isn't organised and they just sort of like we were just standing still for absolutely ages like my, my back was hurting just standing still yeah. the whole time and then you sort of go up to him and he's like chicken it's like I think that was just their answer if they just didn't want to answer basically it was chicken <laughs> and like, like you said there are so many that you know love it and then there's something people hate it because I remember you coming back and Kevin Owens apparently just turned around to you and said that, that's a really good question yeah Hmm. he was like oh, that's a really good question and then just went into a detail pretty much of the street that I need to go to in Chicago and go get this sandwich but I was like because <laughs> they do do a better peppered steaks than Subway he's really cool to the fans Kevin Owens because I remember um, uh-huh. he uh, didn't didn't he say Wilkie as well because like Wilkie was having a go at like, one of the people who worked there and like Kevin Owens was there like he stopped him and was like what's going on he went like well he hasn't taken my picture or <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so him and Wilkie had a stare-off photo, mm-hmm. and it was it was like a booth. This one, it mm-hmm. wasn't done on your phone, um, which was good in a way because you got this. I, I loved my photo with Kevin Owens as well because it's a lovely like you can get it printed out and it's a professionally done photo, pretty much, and not just on your phone camera, which might have your thumbprint smudged over it and stuff like that. <laughs> um, so uh, so it was really good, but it was basically like you'd get the ticket and then you can then go onto the website and then scan the QR code and everything like that. And the guy didn't scan it properly and Wilkie luckily noticed. And he was like, no, I need that photo. And the guy pretty much went, well, you, you haven't got it. And Kevin Owens, fair play to him, stops the queue from like progressing and then redid the photo with Wilkie. Yeah. Which I think was always really good because then like... It just went from like ultimately like up and up in sort of like just a personal opinion as well. Just when you have to meet these people because we've done meeting greets and they just don't want to be there. Hmm. Yeah, no, he but yeah, he definitely did want to, and uh, luckily we managed to sneak in because we knew we saw him, and then uh, we saw him sneak behind the stage. And I think I can't remember who was there. It was like an old time wrestler. And I was like, I would. Wouldn't mind meeting him, but I want to meet Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, because I like it when like you know they they stop like you know some people are like well we want to meet Kevin Owens he's next and like they stop the queue and then there's people just wanting to meet the other guy and they just go through as normal. <laughs> yeah, 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 just go through. <laughs> well, that's what you and Callum do, and that's to be fair. If I ever did do something like that, you go and meet the people that aren't necessarily being queued up for hmm. because that's a, that's the way you definitely meet more people and definitely some of the funner people as well. Oh yeah. Ones who appreciate Cause, uh, who is it? Because you and Callum did ask a couple of sandwich questions. Because this is where the Mojo Rawley, like I take it, you've probably gone over this. No, we haven't on before. here. Actually. No, we've, we've never, we've never told you this haven't. Story. No. 
you want to go over it now? Yeah, all right. So basically what happened was uh, me, Callum and Macca went off together at Access at WrestleMania where you get to meet the wrestlers, as discussed. Um, you and Wilkie went off together. So um, we went off with... Uh, and then we, we saw Mojo Rawley and Curtis Axel. And obviously yeah. there's a story about my ass being tattooed because of Mojo Rawley winning a battle royal. So basically the moral of the story was I was going to meet Mojo Rawley to tell him that, you know, if you win... At WrestleMania, I had to get an ass tattooed, you know. And while we were there, <laughs> Callum recorded it as well. Yeah, yeah, he thought it was hilarious. So he was, like, oh man, that's crazy. Can I get that on my Instagram? I was like, yeah, of course you can. Yeah, go for it. So what happened was is basically um, we get to the front of the queue, and Callum goes, "Excuse me, to the lady, can you film us? We're going to ask him what sandwich they they, they like." And he's like, "Yeah, all right." So basically, they start filming, and then like he goes, uh, "Yeah, that's uh, what's your favorite sandwich?" And Curtis Axel goes. Well, it's not on camera, is it? I can't answer if it's on camera. And, like, you know, he's like, all right, we'll, we'll put the, you know, we don't have to record it, we'll just have a picture. So we had a picture with them. Uh, and then yeah. Curtis Axel just taps Callum on the back and goes, favourite sandwich, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the very Mojo Roy just goes, yeah, I'll have some of that too. <laughs> Something like that. That's my favourite too. <laughs> And then Callum just taps me on the shoulder when we're going to the next queue. Did you hear what Curtis Axel just said? I was like, no. He said his favourite sandwich was pussy. Yeah, that's why he didn't want to be recorded saying it. <laughs> that was a PG time, that was, wasn't it? You know? <laughs> that was a PG time, yeah. I well, know, you can't, a public trading company, you can't have an employee going out and saying, yeah. And also, how would we film that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But don't you think that Mojo Rawley probably knew that he was going to win the Battle oh, Royal? All day long, yeah. And inside, he's just creasing up. Yeah. <laughs> me, 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 me and Dean, we have a good old uh, bromance now, so, uh, you know. Uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should try and get him on. I've, I've asked him. Yeah, he said, like, it shouldn't really but be a problem. they can't really, can they? Yeah. they get done for a lot of stuff, don't they? Hmm. But, you know. Yeah, see what can happen. It's a work in progress. <laughs> work in progress. There we go. Yeah. Um... So, on top of like you know eating <laughs> Chicago, uh, Chicago boxing, yeah, boxing general uh, violence. <laughs> you, have, <laughs> you, you you touched on it earlier that you went and got a balls tattooed. Um, but, but obviously you still love basketball, and you know obviously at the start of every episode of this as well, we advertise your podcast, the Pastorus is Pod. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we're, we're coming back this week. Well, I don't know when this has been shout out or anything like that so the season starts next week on the december 22nd mm-hmm. um so yeah we're we're coming back uh, to do probably over zoom or something like that we're going to do another podcast uh which is going to be fun do you do like a little fantasy draft in it uh, or anything like that yeah we're gonna i think we're gonna have to put well we always start making bets and stuff like that and that's why i got a very shiny microphone this year because i managed to get the um yeah everything done and predicted correctly we do like a few prediction bets hmm. um this sort will of go throughout the year basically but no it's always a lot of banter in the past to assist podcast take so it. yeah hopefully we're going to start that back up this week them bets are always like the funniest but they're also like sometimes you say like oh you know now i've got a tattoo on my ass uh- <laughs> yeah i'll never do a tattoo bit <laughs> yeah I always just remember you telling me off, going like, well, Matt, you have a problem. I was like, what? When you didn't counteract Sam, you didn't counterbet him, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Sam didn't have to get anything done. Like, yeah. 
like if he didn't win, Sam didn't owe you a hundred pounds or something like that. Yeah, no, it wasn't that extreme, but yeah, no. Um, at the end of the day, it worked no, out. It was, it, was a, it was a good laugh, and it's always a good story, and that's why you got a, a podcast which is about telling stories. Exactly, and there's also a hilarious skit on loose trunks where we take the piss out of um the the shields break up by doing it with Callum, you know, betraying me and Liam and then uh I got thrown in the back of a car. Yeah. yeah, that was one of my favourite times to be fair, because uh yeah. That was a good that was a good one to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the only sad music well. in the background. <laughs> I always just remember yeah. getting hit with hit with that chair and no word of a life. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a killer shot to the back. Yeah, that was yeah. Sometimes we didn't hold back enough. I don't think. You know when you just don't expect yeah. it. Next, you know, Cam's gone whack and I ah oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you even Ow. hear me go that? Ow. Ow. <laughs> yeah. I think there was an actual genuine bit of pain come out of you quite a bit in that Ow. sort of thing. You guys are all kicking me on the floor like I literally was the ultimate bully. You know, like you know, apparently that I am. <laughs> uh. Wait, if they got like shown out of context, it's. It's horrible. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> we hit you with a chair and then just start kicking you and throwing you in the back of a car. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, there was a few shots where I got kicked and I was going, ah, oh, wow. Ow, ow. <laughs> so I wonder if Liam's getting any of this abuse. <laughs> yeah, and he's standing there with a kendo stick. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the youngster that he, like, it pans on his face when he Callum betrays us, like Dean Ambrose, where he goes, yeah. You know? And like, <laughs> So I want to know if anyone booted him like they booted me. Because <laughs> I was like, ah. I think he tried to, yeah. But I think yeah. he got left behind, didn't he? I think he probably rolled out uh, of the area. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a smart decision, to be fair. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, back on topic, basketball. You yeah, love basketball, basketball sorry. so much. Um, right, even when, like, before the last dance and things like when basketball got cool again, you know, uh, you know, yeah, in the UK. exactly. Before everyone started wearing basketball jerseys, and mm. no, uh, no, I've, I've loved it since uh, Space Jam. To be fair, Space Jam got me into it, as I mentioned earlier. Mm. And obviously, that's why I was instantly a Michael Jordan fan, and he's the best player of all time. Mm. Um, he does make some yeah, sexy so, shoes as well. <laughs> yeah, he does. He makes a lot of sexy shoes. That's the problem, and I own quite a few of them. Um, yeah, no, so I got back in, so I had a little break during the mid-2000s, but yeah, most of my life I've always just loved and always watched, always watched necessarily, yeah, uh, basketball, and then when I got back into it, like, full on, um, just went straight back into the Chicago Bulls, to be fair, mm. uh, and then managed to go to Chicago twice, because, you know, what what do you do when you got you got a bucket list and you want to just tick some t- things off, don't you? So, yeah. Um, but no, it is just like, especially the last dance was a bit of a lifesaver at the start of lockdown as well, to oh, be yeah. fair. <laughs> um, they brought it forward as well, which was lucky as well. Hmm. Um, that they were able to do that. Um, no, it was, yeah, the sheer love of basketball. Wilkie's got into it past year. Me and Callum have always been into it as well because hmm. he's, he's a big Toronto Raptors fan. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a great story of you and Callum and uh, basketball and in Universal Studios where you were uh, you obtained a child. <laughs> yeah, we, we obtained that. Uh, what's the um, it's the little yellow people, ain't it? It was a banana, wasn't it? Yeah, 
yeah, it was the banana, but it had the minion goggles on it, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so we, met, we won that. And yeah, then um, we realised that obviously where we were going between two different places, there was nowhere for um, for the banana to go. So um, Wilkie decided to duct tape its mouth. I think he told this on, yeah, on his on the episode you had him on. Duct tape its mouth and leave it for the, uh, the cleaner to find. <laughs> With his little hands bound up. It was just funny because, like, I always see them games at, like, you know, fun fairs and things like that. And, like, I always say, like, well, that's impossible. No one's ever going to win that. Next, you know, like, you and Cam, like, swoosh, (laughs) swoosh. Swoosh. Yeah, we got it. We went, like, we got all of them in. Both of us got all our shots in. And, uh, yeah, we won won a giant banana. (laughs) There's a beautiful picture of, like, you, him and the banana somewhere, like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've got that one as well. Yeah, I saw that earlier as well, going through, trying to remember like stories and everything like that for this. So, yeah. It's so good, man. Like, <laughs> it just always makes me laugh. Like, Just the, the fact that you, you guys are walking around Universal Studios with this giant banana. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, I think, was it towards the end of the day or did we actually have to go get a locker? I think it was like earlier on in the day. Like, I think it was like midday-ish. Yeah, because we... We had to go get a locker, I think, or something like that to mm. put the banana in. So the, the banana ended up costing us quite a bit of money, to be fair. Because <laughs> we had to go put it in a locker to uh, keep it safe, obviously, because you can't take a banana on the rides because mm. it will get sick. And, uh, yeah, no, the Universal was definitely some of the favourite days. But the other thing we did in Universal, I know we completely sidetracked on basketball again, was uh, Duff, when we got to go, uh, yeah. when we got to go to Moe's Tavern. Right. That was a glorious moment. Another bucket list memory, isn't it? You know? <laughs> yeah, it really so is. So you get to go drink at Mo's. Yeah. And uh, I, I found out that you love SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, yeah, love it. The film is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like, and, and to be fair, I think it's only... like if, if something has aged well, it's SpongeBob with all the memes that he's put into now. Hmm. And all the, the like sort of the little videos and everything of, like on Instagram and everything like that. They're always my favourites, to be fair. <laughs> Like, what was the other thing about it? Here's the one. Do you remember being on the Hulk ride and me, you and Callum were at the front and that little old lady behind us kept screaming? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For her life. <laughs> mm. Yeah, because I remember because uh, we went on it a couple of times, didn't we? And I was like, I want to go on the front because the queues aren't long. We, I think it was the time of year we went was really good because it was just the right weather and um, other than a few rainy seasons and everything like that. Uh, we um, yeah, we managed to just like cut queues and everything, mm. uh, which is always great, isn't it? Really, when you've oh, got yeah. short queues. But, you know, the woman definitely didn't know. It was almost like she didn't know that she was going on a roller coaster. Yeah. It was almost like she was queuing up for the teacups, and then ends up going on the, one of the world's biggest roller coasters, sort of like worldwide, and sort of famous for being very quick, basically. <laughs> But yeah, that is probably my favourite roller coaster as well because it's Hulk based as well. Yeah, it's a really cool roller coaster. Yeah, um, just for the record, that that little old lady was me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was sitting on the front because uh, Callum made me, if I can remember. He went, "No, you're coming on the front with me." I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, was like, no. Yes, no, I do remember now. That, that was you. The little old lady was you because you did the same on uh, Rock and Roller Coaster as well, where you can pick your song. Yeah, it was almost like, yeah. <laughs> do you enjoy roller coasters now, or do you just enjoy the screen? 
I'm, I'm petrified because just like, it's like I'm going upside down. Like I've never been tipped upside down in my life, so I'm sitting there like just all the way through. Like, like that's the scream. Yeah. When when you're on like ah, Hulk, ah. when you're on Hulk, you start it up like next thing you know, you're like, I find you out that oh, yeah, yeah, shoots you out of the cannon. Yeah, you're like yeah, no, I love it. I do love that ride. I must admit. Oh, mate. Yeah, I mean, we got to go on Spider Man. We got to go on all the, all the classics. <laughs> Spider Man was pretty broken, if I can remember. Like, I remember like half the ride, like they, they just like just didn't show like the uh, the the uh, what's it called, the three D backgrounds or anything. Yeah, it's so... very old, isn't it? But it, it, I mean, because I went on it when I was like a kid. Mm. Um, when we went back in the day, and I remember it was yeah, obviously it was groundbreaking then. Uh, a lot of the rides are like it now. Where it is like you put the 3D goggles on and he's jumping on the car and you, the car reacts and everything like that. Mm. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> More nostalgia than anything. <laughs> I just remember it, man. Like, Universal Studios, and I made everyone go on the cat in the hat and it was just there, can we get off this ride, please? <laughs> I didn't. It was fun. <laughs> it was like an acid trip. I don't know how they write them programs, but yeah, no, it was great. And what was the one we got absolutely drenched on as well? Oh, what, the uh, Dudley Do Right Falls or the uh, the the yeah, or the uh, Popeye one? We definitely ruined because so a guy was going to let his kids go on it. He saw us get off of it, like, and we're wringing our clothes out, and he went, "No, you're not allowed to go on it." <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely probably ruined those kids' days. But it was lucky because we went on it early on, and it was we just did all the wet rides, didn't we? We did yeah. Jurassic Park as well. Uh, which I thought wasn't that going to be because my memory was obviously pretty hazy. Uh, it, I didn't think it was going to be that wet. There's obviously just the one bit, but water just kept on tipping into everything that we sat on basically that yeah. day. Which um, is always good, isn't it? That fifty foot drop, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> he screamed at that one as well. Yeah. Wait, is that <laughs> well, the T Rex nearly yeah. gets you? I mean, spoiler alert, but the T Rex nearly gets you. So, what would you rather, T Rex or fifty foot drop, man? I always just remember you and Callum in it. Why can't we go to Hydrosaurus Cove where we're meant to go? Yeah, yeah. Oh, a nice little gentle bumpy ride. Wait a minute, no. And <laughs> it just diverts you straight off. That park is broken, man. I should never make that in real for real life. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well, then <laughs> we also got to it. Uh, like, we might as well just talk about Florida. Fuck it. Um, yeah, it's going to Florida. We we just we went to um, oh what was it the um, Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Orlando Magic game yeah which the Orlando Magic yeah well, honestly was one of my most greatest nights of my life literally because like I, I you know every time I watch basketball I enjoy a good old game of basketball well I wasn't expecting that <laughs> like, no exactly and that was a very good game of basketball we were very lucky that it was a uh, it was an overtime game uh, Russell Westbrook played his absolute socks off uh, even so much so that the opposing team's fans were starting MVP mm. um, yeah that was the year where uh, for basketball fans that he was going he won his MVP that year. he won most valuable player that year so he was playing absolutely off his rocker um, I think he got 60 point like triple double um, which is very rare to even see uh, so I felt very lucky and we had great seats uh, great beer and then we found... Did we find out about the cocktails that night? Uh, I think it was Hall of Fame that we found out when it was. Yeah. 
yeah, because we were buying ridiculously expensive beer beforehand. Mm. And then you found them yard glasses of cocktails. Mate, and we felt foolish. <laughs> yeah, because the yard cocktails were like double the price, but would get you twice as drunk and lasted twice as long. Mm. So. Well, they weren't that much expensive off of the actual beer. You say double, I don't think they've earned that. I think they were like $15 yeah. or something like that. And I just Whatever they were, they were worth it. Yeah. They were completely worth it. Right. Because I remember being absolutely battered. We had like, I just remember like round us, we had like <laughs> all them, them yards. Just like next to yeah. us. I don't know. Gina, I remember NXT definitely getting a lot messier than the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> I can safely say yeah, that's probably, yeah. yeah I was definitely a top 10 of how drunk I've ever been so I, I, was, I was sleeping Wilkie's arms in a taxi you know that's, uh, yeah, that's I was at the front of it yeah. yeah the most expensive taxi ride ever when you had to run into the hotel while I'm just there in Wilkie's arms like hi dad uh, <laughs> no, it was good night very good night but yeah but yeah uh, I'm trying to think of any other Orlando memories. You spoke about so with Wilkie. You spoke about so the guy who shot himself. Oh yeah. So he told me like the full story. I don't know if I've shared it like properly of why he did it and everything like that. Well, tell it. So I don't know if Wilkie told. So basically, we met uh, Chris, didn't we? Who mm-hmm. is an absolute legend. Um, and he had a couple of friends and everything like that. Um, but yeah, this guy asked me to feel the side of his head and um, his temple, like where the temple is. If you imagine your temple, it just went in like, and it didn't stop going in because obviously your skin's quite flexible. Um, and uh, yeah, he said he shot himself because he was basically on a cocaine binge, uh, was being chased by the police and everything like that. And decided to shoot himself instead of being arrested because then they'd have to take him to hospital. <laughs> and then there was his other friend who was Chad, who literally said to us, Hey, uh, I'm normally a bit of a, a lone wolf, but uh, Chris said you guys are pretty cool, so I thought I'd come check you out. Anyway, me and... Uh, Oh, what was the guy's name? Gus over here. We're going to go get some hookers, get some blow. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> and he just sort of, they just pounded off to the to the night of just obviously horrendous sex with uh, prostitutes. And um, <laughs> they just disappeared off into the night as you collected um, ducks in a, uh, in a machine. Yeah, boy, I've still got mine somewhere. I've got the shit duck somewhere. Wait, the shit duck. <laughs> oh, Chris loved it, didn't t- he? He couldn't believe there was a shit duck in the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I met you gave me one of them, so I've always cherished that and kept a hold of that. <laughs> we had that funny joke where we went out to Becky Lynch because she was in a match with uh, Mickey James and there was a few other women. But we're like, if Mickey, Mickey James goes to that Mick kick duck and gave her a duck and she found it hilarious. Yeah. And then Wilkie absolutely loved it. Yeah, Wilkie used the same on um, Alexa Bliss, if I can remember. Didn't have the same effect, man. I think it's you, your right. delivery of it. Because the best thing was as well, you did that first before we all met her as well. So right. she was extra nice to all of us as well. So I've always got that to thank you for as well. Oh. 
you know, <laughs> long ginger hair. Like, oh, if there's, there's a few of you then, you're all out here having a good time. And I was like, yeah, we are. It's absolutely great. And it's like, he's lovely. Point at you, giving you the, giving <laughs> you the big ups. <laughs> oh, God, it's one of my favourite pictures of me and Becky Lynch. Is like, you just see her just like laughing in the photo. And like, just yeah. me like... <laughs> you know, With the duck. Doing that, that pose of, you know, the Haslamic pose. Haslam pose, the double thumbs up and the... Yeah. Yeah, that's always the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> so we'll get back to the basketball topic now. So, obviously, <laughs> you play locally. Where do you play where you used to? I don't, like, um, yeah, so I used to play in um, Braintree. Um, when I was a kid, we played in Chelmsford and obviously everything like that, but basketball's nowhere near as big as it is now in the UK which is always great to see. But, uh, yeah, so I played in Braintree, uh, for the Braintree Blue Devils for, I think it was three or four years, um, which was a blast. And I always, yeah, everything else, we sort of won and everything like that. I was very much a role player. Um, but I thought I played my role quite well. Um, basically, I could shoot and then just would try and hustle where I could sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, no, we managed to... Uh, win the Suffolk Division twice, Suffolk Division 2, sorry, I should probably say that as well, hmm. uh, which is basically, it is mainly just um, old beaten up men who are very young guys who are all playing, so no, it is very good though, um, yeah, and it's always been a thing, I've always tried to um, achieve, like, I know my boundaries and everything like that, I'm not going to be, I'm not a sterling athlete, but with the boxing as well, like, I've always tried to at least try Doing the doing the sport that I love, mm. and, like I've watched, um, yeah. So basketball, and I still play now as much as I can. Um, obviously, can't play indoors right now, but uh, me and Wilkie go outside and play quite a bit. So yeah, that's always a good time when the weather's good and we're not slipping over, basically. Mm. So a name earlier on your was Big Colin because he's also a basketball player. Did you ever come across him when you were in the uh, the Suffolk League? I saw him play. I did see him play. And he, so we had a first team and a second team. Um, not like in order. So he would play in the Essex. No, he played in, I can't remember what division he played in. I've seen him play. I saw the team that he played for. Um, they were divisions above us because he's a very, very good basketball player. Hmm. Um, compared to me, a lot better. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I've seen him play. I, I saw him play. Me, Wilkie and Cannon went and saw him play. Uh, for I believe his current team right now with the champs with the Lions and um, yeah no he's a very good player um, but yeah when I saw him in the Suffolk division as well he was very very good and that's how I sort of recognised him when um, he when we met him at a wrestling show basically hmm. um, and he got horrendously drunk and uh, sort of like where he lived on the same line back from London as us um yeah, we sort of, I bumped back into him, got talking and everything like that. And then we, I just kept on seeing him at shows. Obviously, he's not hard to miss, is he? Yeah. And then sort of, uh, become friends ever since sort of thing. I remember going to the uh, the Wembley show um, and like we uh, we all met up. And then like there was even that random guy who was just there, like this emo kid. And he was there like, yeah, I saw Colin, so I thought I'd come and join because uh, I know him from uh, coming to the shows, don't I? Yeah, like, yeah uh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. He's a lot. <laughs> guy and everything like that but yeah no he's um yeah he's very good i think he he might correct me but i believe he actually played in the bbl like he played the highest standard of basketball you can in england so 
He's very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's a good lad. He can put away a beer as yeah, well. Yeah, no, very good lad. But yeah, no. So the first time we met him, um, it was me and uh, Adam Blake, boss man, and uh, we're sort of just chilling, having a couple of drinks. And then um, he said, "Oh, do you mind if I sit down next to you?" He was actually by himself. He just wanted to go to a York Hall show, and uh, we got chatting and everything like that. And then um, we started heading over to the show, and I sort of noticed him down in a whole bottle of what looked like to be ginger ale. But it was actually vodka and ginger ale. Like he just he was just down in this whole bottle of it, and uh, then yeah, a man that size just staggering around your call. <laughs> he was like, I "Can't waste it." <laughs> I just remember that time where we went to uh, his son's christening, like the after party thing, and uh, yeah. his his like. <laughs> when he was talking about his like you know that ninety nine PP, he was like, "Hey lads, you gotta get one of these. This is like you know when you uh, go to McDonald's and you order a double cheeseburger with your meal." We <laughs> <laughs> just get one of them on the side. I think we bought like twenty cans or something stupid of it. Like we're just sitting there like for like three hours just drinking this horrible beer that they're selling off for like ninety nine. Yeah, no, absolutely vile. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't remember that. And then they went for a meal after, didn't they? And that's yeah. where we sort of like headed off. But yeah, no, I do remember. Um, yeah, them ninety nine PBs were were not nice. <laughs> What was it like a few weeks ago? Like me, me and Callum were out. We went to the Merchant for lunch or something like that. And then I asked them, uh, you, got, "You got Doombar on because uh, you know what? My, my old man might be coming and join us." When yeah, it's ninety nine p at the moment. I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, that is always good." <laughs> yeah, we just sat there for the rest of the night. Yeah, ninety nine p Doombar. Doombar. Um. Yeah, ninety nine p Doombar. Is just absolutely like that's that's a that's a win. When I see that sort of offer going on, the merchant do that a little bit, to be fair. Yeah, when they've got it on, they just they try and get rid of it. Hopefully they can get through all of this as well. And yeah, that's a nice, that's, that's always a good establishment, isn't it? Hmm. Matt and O'Neill's. Because I've always described going out with you and Callum as sort of like, especially if we're going out in Brentwood, you're just, just you're sort of along for the ride. You're sort of like, you're in the passenger seat of the car and one of you two is driving and you may as well just buckle up and just enjoy it sort of thing yeah <laughs> right, like, yeah it's been some good nights there. we got to see you do uh, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley once on karaoke oh that was hard oh, if Rick ever saw that he would probably punch me in the face <laughs> well he sounds good friend didn't he so uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he is <laughs> no it was um, that was a good night as well I do like a bit of karaoke I'm not very good at karaoke but I'll always give my best. Oh. I'll always perform. You have That's a beautiful voice. I think I even started dancing at one point. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, the thing is, I forget words, man. Yeah. I forget the words, and that's like the most important bit. It doesn't matter if... Because like, if you're a bad singer, and you're sort of giving it your all still, you, as long as you remember the words, that's the main bit. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a bad singer, there's obviously the comedy bit and everything like that. I think you and... Uh, Callum did a couple of numbers and it was me and I forgot half the words to never going to give you up other than the chorus I belted out the chorus and uh, I think in between I was just trying to do crowd work (laughs) all six people in that pub (laughs) yeah exactly Um, never going to give you up (laughs) 
One of my favourite things. But yeah, I, I remember the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just remember you just getting up there, just like going like, we're no strangers to love. <laughs> and going all out. Yeah, so I remember the mid, the beginning of the song, and then I remember the chorus, obviously, but then I always forget like the middle verse. Mm-hmm. Because that's after you've been rickrolled on YouTube. Like, that's sort of when you stop stop watching it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that was a good night though that was yeah I, I tried my best one one of my favorite things is when you wind up wilkie uh, you know just doing that in a bit of a bromance way like i went oh uh, Doug, what's your opinion on jack sexsmith when oh you know i don't really like him but he's wilkie's favorite wrestler <laughs> like, oh yeah no yeah the joke continues and then you order him like uh, you ordered him a t-shirt, didn't you? And it got delivered to his house, a Jack Sexsmith t-shirt, and we didn't tell him. And the funny thing is that obviously Jack Sexsmith was obviously running his own thing, and obviously didn't think that he he just obviously forgot that, or he's like forgot that he's like sent it out, and then he just sent it to him again. So he just got two Jack Sexsmith t-shirts. <laughs> And then there's the photo of of Wembley, which I'll send to you, because I think you should just post it anyway, of him topless swinging his shirt around (laughs) for when Jack Sexsmith come out. (laughs) He's blacklisted from wrestling now. (laughs) Yeah, no, you've always got to wind up... Yeah, you've always got to wind up your friends, though, and they they like things that they obviously do not like at all. <laughs> the best thing about that Jack Sexsmith t-shirt is that text we all go, "All right then, guys, who thinks they're funny?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, go, like, <laughs> and then it was the second one. But the thing is, <laughs> who the fuck keeps on sending me these t-shirts? I, I, I was the one who said it, but he ended up thinking it was Macca. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we completely diverted it. We didn't. No one would say who it was. We just completely diverted it onto Macca. <laughs> That's always the best bit. You've got to get between that bestie romance. So. I think recently they've been falling no, apart, I mean, especially but, as Macca got a uh, Xbox One or whatever it is. An Xbox X or whatever it is. Yeah, what's that all about? Yeah, Xbox X. Um, I, haven't, I, I don't know if you've joined the current gen of consoles or anything like that. I probably will. Yeah, so I've only had a PS2, uh, PS4 sorry, for like... Probably just over a year, a couple of years now. So I joined like really late and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I, have you got PS5 yet? No, Did you manage still on to PS4, steal one mate. off Amazon? <laughs> yeah, wait a little while. Mm. Wait for the craze to die down. It's happened for the PS4 anyway as well. Hmm. There's no, no games out for it at the moment I want, so you know I've got no reason to buy one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, no, wait, save your money. Exactly. But another funny Take one as well, not just Sexsmith, but Joey yeah. Janela. <laughs> <laughs> also another one of Wilkie's favourite wrestlers. And you were going mental when he was coming out to that theme song. And <laughs> yeah, just to wind Jack up. I do a lot of things to just wind him up. That's the thing. Like I still remember one of the first wrestlers to say, obviously, he, we went to a London 02 show, which was definitely one of the times that I absolutely smashed and I'll come on to a different story that happened but I remember he absolutely hated Bo Dallas oh yeah 
and uh, I just cheered him the whole time. I just went absolutely crazy. I was the only person. The, the whole of the O2 was completely silent for him versus Zack Ryder. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was cheering along, and he was like, how do you like this? I can, you know. Um, but then the funniest thing was that happened. Uh, this is actually a really good story I just remembered. Uh, so we were at the back of a section, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I saw loads of people... Basically, and this is going to sound terrible, there was a guy at the end in a wheelchair um, and people were finding it really hard. Like, he had to keep on moving to, um, like, get back and everything like that so people can exit and enter the roads and everything like that. I felt bad. I was drunk, very drunk. So I thought I'd just hop this little barrier um, and just, like, oh, I'll just hop the barrier. Like, I can get over it. Like, I can get my leg over it, it's fine, I'll just go over that and then um, it'll be fine. What I didn't realise was there was, like, plus that barrier, then you got to think, so you've got the seat, you got the barrier, and then there was another step down from the seat. So mm-hmm. I've literally just gone straight over <laughs> and just fallen straight over. <laughs> <laughs> a guy's rushed up to check if I was all right. His manager started having a go at the guy. <laughs> And all Wilkie can see me do. And I was like, look, I'm very sorry. Like, don't blame him. It was my fault. If I had to be kicked out, I had to be kicked out. Um, I was just, I was trying not to get in the guy's way that it's at the end. All Wilkie and John can see is me pointing at the guy at the end. So it just looks like I'm just blaming him. (laughs) So I took more bumps than Daniel Bryan that night. So yeah, I've gone over this thing just like completely smash my like head neck and everything like that and then just like oh it was like so, yeah they just said it was funny because you just were there and then you weren't you just disappeared <laughs> <laughs> and then i was just laying on the floor apparently the old classic he fell over story <laughs> yeah exactly classic always classic and yeah just a fud and the oh <laughs> There's always something that happens at a wrestling show at the O2 Arena, I swear. Like, well, technically, yeah. the first one I remember was Earl's Court, and so different, but WWE in London, there, we'll just go for that. Remember yeah, going yeah, in there, like, in at the end of the, the night, there was, <laughs> there was this family, and they were fighting someone, and like, next thing you know, like, yeah. <laughs> there's this guy going, like, starting on everyone, and like, they got kicked out, and they were just going, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> and then, like, this guy next to us, hey, mate, come on in! He goes, come on in! <laughs> we just couldn't stop laughing, they were just laughing at the drunk man next to us. And they just kept on trying to fight each other. There's always that drunk guy, though, that does try and start fights at a wrestling show. Like, he's going to be one of the wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's always good. <laughs> what was it the second time? Um, I don't think anything actually really happened the second time I went, but uh, the third time we went to see Monday Night Raw, and uh, Sam hooked us up with a box which was dirt expensive. Um, yeah, <laughs> but me, Wilkie, Sam, and I, I remember Sam shouting at Roman Reigns, and I think Wilkie joined in going, You suck dick! You suck dick! <laughs> and uh, there was this family of like Asian kid people next to us, and they had kids in the front row. And then the guy just put his head over the very like, Mate, can you not know? Please don't do that. And apparently, that night, uh, someone, someone put in a complaint about our box. <laughs> Of course they did. Yeah. Of course Sam got a complaint about it. <laughs> but no, because uh, the first time we ever met was in Liverpool when mm-hmm. we went to Smackdown in Liverpool, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. 
That was a good night as well with uh, <laughs> William Regal. He could tell a story. Oh, he was great. <laughs> as when you were very shy. <laughs> you tried, yeah. but, you know, talking. And then we met up after the uh, the show at SmackDown, then, like, you know, outside the wheel, and then we walked down to uh, William Regal together. And, uh, yeah, and uh, that's when we first met. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm, when, when I first meet people, I am very, I can be very shy and awkward mm-hmm. and come off probably quite grumpy. Um, which is never the thing, but yeah, once once I get to know you, it's absolutely fine. It's it's all good, sort of thing. Yeah, well, you was all right with me. Like, uh, I don't think you really spoke much to uh, Adam and uh, Sam, but you were talking to me quite a bit. And then, like, you know, obviously, I went to yeah. thirty-one, and then you gave us a message saying like, "Hey, you enjoying it?" and things like that. And then, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's when we we started our bromance. Really, <laughs> it's continued ever since. Mm. Been emotional, hasn't it? <laughs> always been emotional. No, yeah. it's always a good time, and I've missed it this year, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, what? No, hopefully we get some Marvel nights soon. Oh, of course, because you always love uh, <laughs> taking the piss out of Wilkie because of his favourite Avenger. Yeah, because it's no one else's favourite Avenger. Wilkie was very late <laughs> to the party because uh, if he I he was remember, very late, and the, yeah, the funny thing was, so he was very late, and obviously I was fully on board by then and this was just when Infinity War had just come out yeah. and he was like oh, I've started watching the Avengers have you got and can I borrow the ones you've got I said well we can just we'll just watch them it's fine um, and obviously we watched Ultron and to be fair if because Wilkie doesn't know anything about the comics either so he never went in with a, his favourite superhero if that makes sense so he never went in going because so for me mine's always been the Hulk I, I grew up on the Hulk I loved the cartoons I loved everything that happened I loved the comic books um, I liked Spider-Man until Sam Raimi like murdered it and then it sort of has obviously come back um, but yeah so he never really had a superhero that he was really looking forward to and obviously Ultron happened and um, Vision in that is to be fair completing our like He's the best thing since last bread, isn't he? He's putting his two arms through robots and pulling them apart, and he looks like an absolute beast. He can wield force hammer. Um, he's like the best thing ever. And then Wilkie went, yeah. Yeah, Vision might be my favourite, actually, because he's just an absolute badass. <laughs> I went, you're going to regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since, <laughs> ever since, it's just been constant. Um and then, obviously, after Infinity War, I absolutely loved Thanos, um, just because it's Thanos, and obviously he's the, he's the daddy. He's got the tattoo to prove it. Um, yeah, so obviously it's always a, a bit of a bone to contention. We can't say it because obviously spoilers, Matthew, of what happens in Infinity War. But yeah, it is always it's a it's a good one. And then Endgame, obviously, as well. <laughs> oh, poor Jack. <laughs> It, to be fair, he has been very loyal to Vision. He he does stick with him, and I, I've never heard him turn around and say, "You know what? He's not. He's no longer my favourite. I've got a new favourite now, and like that." So, nah, Vision is always going to be his favourite. Well, he's re- he's probably the only one that's really looking forward to the. Well, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it just because I want some MCU back in my life. Oh yeah, but he's really looking forward to the Wonder Vision, uh, Disney Plus series. So he's going to keep on stealing. Yeah, no, same. I'm really looking forward to it to see what they do because they are actually two interesting characters. It's just funny that his favourite character is literally no one else's favourite character. Hmm. It's like, I don't know about you, but how we touched on it in the Liam episode, like ever since I went to the States last time, 
I asked them, I asked my mate Gareth, why are they making a Falcon and Winter Soldier show? You don't remember? I know, right? It's the two most boring Avengers. Like, why would you have a show on that? And, like, ever since I heard that, See, I'm like, yeah, give me that. That's the weird thing. I'm actually looking forward to it because I like Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. But I do know what you mean that by he is quite two dimensional. But obviously, I because Winter Soldier is one of my is one of my favourite films. We should have an MCU debate episode. To be fair, oh yeah, definitely on like who's who's favourite and who and everything like that. But it's interesting to like know everyone's sort of like opinions and everything like that. Hmm. Of course, because we're all different, and it's, it gives a lot of different flavours as that sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah, I'm down with that. You know, we were. We'll get that recorded soon, I think. You know, I'll put a message in the chat yeah. in a bit and we'll, uh, we'll make that happen. Yeah, we'll get something organised. Yeah. Rate them up. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... <laughs> as long as Captain Marvel's rated low, I'm fine. You're not a fan of Carol? No, not really. I thought she was a bit of a twat and I was glad when, I mean, spoiler alert, when Thanos put her into a, put her in her place with the uh, with one of the stones. The power stone. In his fist. Yeah, with the power stone in his fist and just sent her into orbit, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was quite funny. And then, like, obviously, you have the uh, the Tony Stark part where he just, like, you know, saves the day or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, their movies are great. You know? I'm just yeah. like, you know, the fact, you know, um, I'm glad they got Spider-Man back. Um, I don't know if he is my favourite Spider-Man because I feel like Andrew Garfield was perfect, personally. Yeah, you and Callum like him the most. Um, yeah, uh, he is a good Spider-Man, and it is sort of. I think it was definitely um, a weird sort of story. I think they tried too much with number two. Mm. I think that's the thing, and that's sort of what I'm sort of dreading with number three because everyone is apparently going to be in it mm. in this next number three coming up. So it seems weird because like it seems like they're going to do a Spider-Verse live action with it, then. But at the same time, say like, well. What about the the storyline that's going on at the moment? <laughs> like, what's yeah. that got to do with, like, you know, the Spider Verse? Yeah, well, they've opened it up, haven't they, with the multiverse and everything like that? But mm. I don't know. Well, we shall see. We shall see. And mm. hopefully, we can go to a cinema and watch it and eat some bar and burger beforehand. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh man, like, uh... <laughs> but yeah, how are you doing these days, anyway? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm really good. Um living with a girlfriend she's wonderful Emma yeah no it's lovely mm-hmm. lovely uh, working from home I've sort of got used to just working in my in my basketball shorts to be honest yeah. and uh, yeah I don't know because you obviously saw me come in that one time mm. in basketball shorts and a hoodie and that is how I work Matthew that yeah. is how I work sometimes it's just pyjamas I'm not going to lie when I, when I, I haven't got any calls or anything same, like that where so yeah I understand like yeah. at the moment I'm repping these pink floral shorts and uh, I'll be honest with you um that's that's basically how I work t-shirt and shorts myself. Yeah, exactly. So just got to work comfy and everything like that. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to Christmas. How about you? Can't wait. Looking forward to <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, same. looking forward to that meal, mate. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's always a good time to get together and everything like that. Mm. Christmas and everything like that, and then hopefully, uh, yeah, this time. So, sometime soon, sorry, we'll be able to meet up and celebrate it properly. Of course, yeah. Oh, you know, I can't wait to see your beautiful little faces in person again. Like, you yeah, know, exactly. I feel like it's going to be exactly. like, you know, it's um, not been enough this year. When um, at the end of uh, Endgame, where, like, you know, you see, like, everyone, like, you know, rejoicing, and you see Peter and Ned, like, you know, re- like, you know, 
back with yeah. each other. <laughs> Coming back together and then they just shake their hands like they always used to. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's always good. But no, um, yeah, you all good there? I'm all good, you know. Happy, yeah. you know, to be still be alive, to be honest with you. Like, you know, with everything going on. Exactly. Like, you know, um, yeah, that's what we've got to do. We've just got to stay safe right now and then uh, go from there, basically. Of course, yeah. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's been weird. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but no, it's been a lot of fun. But now, congratulations on the podcast. You're doing great. The guests you're getting on are absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, I try. <laughs> well, you're you're yeah, now, no, you aren't you? Really so you know, <laughs> got to say the yeah. best. I mean, other than Liam, but you know, <laughs> I'm joking. <on> Liam. <laughs> <laughs> no, lovely. No, it's uh, yeah. No, it's all been good, sort of thing. Get uh, a few more of us on there, and obviously enjoy enjoy all the other people you've been getting on. Yeah. It's interesting to find out about people that you don't really really know a lot about. Exactly, sort of thing. I've got to still listen to the one um, that you just released on the Gallows drummer. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. Used to be one of my favourite bands back in the day as well. So I'm looking forward to listening to that one. You're doing great interviewing people. Well, I don't interview them on that one. Liam talk. does it. <laughs> oh, does he? Oh, apologise. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but, hopefully, he gives him time to talk. <laughs> there's a few parts where bless like Liam you know where he just gets so excited he cuts in but you know yeah. but no, he does a really good job <laughs> he does yeah no I'm sure he'll be absolutely great as well but no you give yeah you're doing you're doing great mate doing absolutely wonderful perfect thank you because <laughs> this isn't easy nah, it's, it's been fun doing it like Ian Day because I just sit here just listen to people's stories so it's the joy of it yes. really yeah it's a really good thing to get into and everything mm. so that's no, great well, Doug, thank you very much for coming on. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. We'll organise another one and yeah. then uh, go from there. Sounds perfect. Always remember, no, it's been lovely to see you. Pass to Assist Pod on Spotify. As always, we're starting back up this week. Instagram, Twitter. You can find the Pass to Assist Pod and you can find Doug as well on Instagram as well, but he might have a private account, so he might not want to accept you. So, have it. <laughs> be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. There's nothing bad on there. Huh? Oh, fair enough then. Can't complain. There's nothing bad on my personal one. It's Black Dahlia, Doug. <laughs> no, go to the go to the past two pod. That's the number two. Um, and here it's up for some basketball news. All your basketball we'll news. Get back onto it. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> well, guys, I'm Matthew Haslam Hammond, and always remember, ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Ha <laughs> ha.